Overconsumption is a major problem in the fashion industry, and secondhand is often advocated for as a solution. But is it possible to overconsume secondhand fashion as well? This is a very loaded question that comes with nuances and obviously lots of opinions, which makes it perfect for a segment for Stella and I's Green or Greenwashing series. We love to cover complex and controversial topics in this series. So Stella and I have been doing these greener greenwashing segments at the end of the past several episodes, but as I mentioned in last week's episode, I'm going to start separating out these segments into standalone episodes so that we have more time and space to dive into these topics and they don't just get crammed and rushed into the end of our interview episodes. Because as I said, we like to cover controversial, perhaps complex topics, so they deserve time to be truly discussed through. And although we have this additional time to go over these topics, as I said, they tend to be controversial ones with lots of opinions. So we're not trying to say that this is the final take on this question. Sometimes there aren't even real answers to the questions that we're asking. So I want to hear your thoughts on this topic too. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Conscious Style. Or if you have a question or topic that you think we should discuss in a future episode, definitely want to hear that as well. Again, DM me at Conscious Style on Instagram. And if you're looking to dive deeper into sustainable fashion to keep learning about sustainable fashion, I want to share two free resources for you. First, I have a 12-page secret Google Doc full of sustainable fashion educational resources. Think podcasts, media outlets, YouTube channels, books, and more. The second resource is my free weekly newsletter, The Conscious Edit, where I share sustainable fashion education and news so you can stay updated with what's happening in this space. You can get access to both by heading to Conscious Life and Style forward slash edit. That's Conscious Life and Style forward slash edit. By signing up for The Conscious Edit newsletter, you get access to that secret Google Doc. The link to subscribe and get that Google Doc and the weekly newsletter is also going to be linked in the episode description. So just scroll down and you'll get that link. All right, now let's dive in to this week's green or greenwashing topic. Is it possible to overconsume second hand? Sustainability has become little more than a buzzword in fashion. What would it really take to build a more sustainable, responsible, and equitable fashion system? That's what we're dedicated to exploring on the Conscious Style podcast. Each Tuesday, you can join me, Elizabeth Joy, and me, Stella Hertantio, along with our lineup of change-making guests to navigate the sea of greenwashing and to build a better future for fashion. In this week's Greener Greenwashing, we're going to talk about if it's possible to overconsume secondhand fashion. And this topic was inspired by a Vogue business article called The Trouble with Secondhand. It's becoming like fast fashion. And this article asked the question, you know, is the overconsumption of secondhand still sustainable? 
And they were using some of the data that came out of the RealReal and ThreadUp's user reports. The RealReal, for instance, reported that the average user visits their site 127 times per year, which would be like one visit every three days. And the average user spends 1,475 minutes on the site annually. And ThreadUp's also had some data showing how often people are shopping secondhand on their site as well. And so, you know, this Vogue business article was questioning, is secondhand fashion consumed in large amounts still green or is it basically kind of greenwashing, like using secondhand as an excuse to continue to overconsume? So we're going to unpack that today. Stella, what are your thoughts on this question? Yeah, it's another slightly complex one, which we love to tackle in this segment. <laughs> but I think I understand where the sentiment is coming from. But honestly, I believe that there is no shortage of secondhand clothing. Like we know this for a fact. There is just way too much clothing in the world. And I think there is like this very often quoted statistic that only about 10 to 20 percent of um clothing that's donated to charity shops in the U.S. resells in those stores. So I'm not saying that, you know, this surplus should necessarily justify thoughtlessly buying and just constantly consuming secondhand for the sake of it. But I also think that there is an issue more with why there is so much surplus in the first place and really what happens to the clothing that doesn't get placed to be placed in charity stores or even end up in our own wardrobes. And yeah, it's really important to question those systemic issues as well and not just like focus on people's individual consumption patterns. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think it's really um, interesting and important to take into account like the bigger picture, as you said, just how many clothes there are on the secondhand market. And as we've covered in several episodes, what doesn't get sold in you know, let's say the U.S. or in other countries in, you know, the so-called global north, we know that that excess is then getting exported to other countries and becoming waste there and ending up in rivers, ending up in the Atacama Desert, being burned. You know, we definitely don't have a shortage of secondhand clothing. So, yeah, on on a like a macro level, I don't necessarily think there's a sustainability concern with over-consuming secondhand, except, of course, for, like, the emissions of shipping all Mm. that stuff. Like, if you're buying a secondhand item, wearing it once, you know, shipping it again, the next person is wearing it once, shipping it to the next person. I guess, like, we have to think about – I think that once you do consume the secondhand piece, it's it's probably good to keep it as long as you can because otherwise you're maybe just – diverting it from the landfill for a month and then it's ending up in the landfill anyway. So I think like once we bring in clothes to our lives or other, you know, shoes, accessories, whatever, I think that we, then it's like kind of our responsibility. And so we have to take that into account because otherwise, you know, there's like that, that graphic that's like, like the throwaway economy, which is basically the product to waste and then there, you know, it's like an arrow pointing down. And then there's like the the second graphic is like an arrow pointing and basically it gets diverted for a little bit, but then it still ends up as waste. And then there's like the circular economy, which is a full circle and continuing to keep that product in use. 
And I'm going to link a photo of the graphic that I'm visualizing so it makes sense. But I feel like that's important to consider that we're not just sort of consuming a ton of stuff and then, you know, we're like, well, we got a second hand, so I don't feel bad now about throwing it away. Because I know that I've fallen a little bit into that. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, well, this thing was headed to the landfill anyway. I don't I don't feel as bad about discarding it. And I have to like catch myself and be like, wait, like I should still take care of it. Even if I quote unquote saved it from a landfill, I should still, I should still care for it. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I've also definitely been in this place myself where I found myself just like impulse buying secondhand things from, you know, a local store because it's so affordable. And I'm not so much buying secondhand online because, you know, I have to pay for shipping and all of that. But when it's so accessible and it's just so cheap and like you don't really have to think twice about it, you definitely and I definitely have slipped into just buying for the sake of it. And so I think, you know, I know what it is like to be there and I don't really shame people or like judge people for buying a lot of secondhand. I think at the end of the day, I would prefer that people are buying secondhand than new and fast fashion. So I think... Yeah, it's it's a tricky line to walk because I sometimes feel a bit icky when I see like massive secondhand hauls. And then as you were saying, I'm also wondering like how long do people actually wear these garments for? And like, do they treat them the same as if it's something brand new and they want to keep for a really long time? And um, yeah, there's like a lot of things that go through my head, but I think we, you know, I just, it would never make me feel as icky as like a big fast fashion haul or totally uh, seeing somebody like rip open Shein bags on the internet. <laughs> like it just, it just is not the same. So I can't really put them in the same boat. Totally, totally. I think that they're definitely on totally different levels. I feel like I am liking seeing some secondhand platforms, you know, not just assuming okay secondhand fashion is sustainable therefore all of our other operations we can just be careless about it I'm loving seeing that like companies like Bestier Collective are also thinking about their you know shipping and you know just other elements of the supply chain that that can have an impact like if we're you know sending especially online secondhand shopping right if we're sending everything in like single-use poly bags that are ending up in the landfill like that's also not ideal of course it's still better than a brand new garment coming in a poly bag but you know I think there's still room for improvement but yeah I, I think overall it's from a consumer lens I'm, I'm I feel like it's not our biggest concern like we have way bigger problems yes. at this point and that would be amazing if we get to a point in the sustainable fashion movement that like that is our biggest problem I mean that would be great if that's the biggest problem we have to solve but I so there was a quote that I read that I I wanted to read out and I'm very curious what your thoughts are Stella Mm. so the Real Reels director of merchandising Sasha Soka said that this behavior of overconsumption will quote happen regardless so shifting those consumers to luxury resale items with a longer lifespan instead of fast fashion is a positive shift. The obsession with newness is counterintuitive to sustainability in general, but it's where consumers are right now. What's your hot take on that? Oof. 
my hot take. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's um it's an interesting quote because I guess I agree and disagree. I agree that as I said earlier, if people are going to shop, I would prefer that it's second hand. I just feel like uh it is extending the lifespan and hopefully keeping things out of a landfill um or out of like, you know, communities that have to deal with the consequences of waste colonialism. But I don't know, it feels a little bit uh, icky because luxury resale, first of all, is also one very inaccessible um, because of the price points. And also, yeah. I don't necessarily think that we should be saying that the behavior of overconsumption will happen regardless. I don't think we need to normalize it to that point. Um, you know, I think that it's a it's a mindset and behavior that has become it's come with fast fashion and it's not something that we always had, you know, um, we didn't always relate to our clothing and the speed at which we acquire clothing in this way. And so I think that to say it's going to happen regardless, maybe I'd rather just not hear those words because I think it's something we can unlearn. I think it's a behavior that even though I said, you know, overconsuming secondhand is not my main priority because I think there are bigger systemic issues. I still think it's not the best thing in the world because I still think that, shifting our mindset to buying with intention to relating to our clothing more intentionally is really where we need to be at yeah I don't know what you think what's your hot take yeah so many great points there I mean yeah a the like luxury resale even though it's less than full price luxury it's I wouldn't call it necessarily affordable you might still be paying five hundred dollars for a bag or a dress but or probably thousands of dollars for a bag and you know (laughs) Uh, several hundred for for a garment. And yeah, I think because so we have we've had several fashion psychologists on this podcast or, or two. We've had Dr. Dion Terlanga and Shakela Forbes Bell. And both of them, I believe, said, you know, pointed out this thing that we're sort of primed as humans for novelty. Mm-hmm. And I feel really intrigued to like dive deeper into that. Of course, I'm not mm. a psychologist or a sociologist, but I I kind of want to question that a little bit. And I'm not saying that that's wrong, I guess, but do we have to assume that consumers are just we always will want constant newness? And and maybe we do like newness through evolutionary things that happened, mm-hmm. but how how much newness is really inherent yes. to the human condition versus a product of constant marketing and literally everywhere we go. So I think we should question that this quote obsession with newness, as the Real Reels director of merchandising said is something we have to just like accept right yeah and like it's something that we can't really get rid of so we may as well just find new ways to expend our energy and like you know I think that that's it's quite limiting and it it throws out like the the argument also for creativity over consumption and the idea that novelty can come in many different forms and I guess we can feel challenged and pulled to be creative in many different ways outside of just consuming so yeah I agree with you I think it's an interesting thing to ponder yeah totally like uh Lissa Bell Tempo's episode on the podcast about creativity over consumption and we've had several slow fashion stylists come on and talk about how we can 
we style pieces in our closet and right the newness can also come from like making new outfits from old clothes like I know it's a very similar experience for me like to find a new outfit combination as like getting a new garment I think I think that level of excitement mm-hmm. can be quite similar and sometimes even better because Definitely. maybe you have a favorite top you just love the way it feels you love the way it looks on you and then you find another way to wear it and you're like yes I get to wear this top even more that I know I already love like I can think I think that can be just as as fun and you know feel as as fresh and and new too I totally agree I totally agree. Or just finding something you haven't worn in years and you just kept it. And all of a sudden, you just wear it so much again. That's been happening to me lately a lot. And I'm so grateful that I kept all the things that I have over the years. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So one other point that I thought of with this question was, you know, when we're thinking about like the sustainability of a second hand, something that always comes into my mind is what Emily Stokel, the host of Pre-Love Podcast, who we've also had on this podcast. So I'll leave I'll leave all the links to the previous episodes that I'm mentioning here in the episode description if you want to take check those out. But anyway, Emily Stokel often talks about on her Instagram and Patreon about that the key sustainability benefit of secondhand or like one of them, right? Of course, one is waste reduction, but the I guess the second big sustainability element is that it would ideally help us reduce new production because people would, in theory, choose a secondhand version of what they're looking for instead of buying it new. So Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, is the consumption of secondhand reducing the production of new? And, And, you know, on a macro level, we're not seeing that production has not slowed down even with the rise of popularity of secondhand, in which case the stream of, of secondhand clothing or you know of clothing that eventually becomes waste is also continuing to increase even as more and more people are choosing secondhand as well. So that's sort of like a, an interesting question to consider too. Definitely. And I think it's interesting because on a personal level, it could be replacing your consumption of new things. I know for me, like, I think maybe around 80% of my wardrobe is secondhand. But then because fast fashion is a beast that <laughs> is just continuing to overproduce, it's not actually slowing down overall production. And, you know, as fast fashion gets faster, the secondhand market is also becoming more and more flooded by these garments. And they also last, you know, not very long. So people wear them for much shorter and it kind of perpetuates this cycle and so then the secondhand industry starts to mimic the fast fashion industry and I don't know I've already seen many fast fashion garments in my local like thrift stores Um, so it's been quite alarming yeah yeah totally in terms of this question of over consuming secondhand fashion I feel like instead of looking at it from a consumer perspective it's maybe more productive to consider the stream of fashion coming out to us, like the decreasing quality and just the pressure to just like constantly buy and the speeding up of the trend cycles and all that stuff and looking at overconsumption as a whole and how like the increasing production and reducing quality of 
fashion, new fashion is impacting the secondhand market. Cause like the secondhand market is by nature only like you can only have what's in the secondhand market if it was created in the first place, <laughs> I guess. Exactly. So. Exactly. And that would be like my final take as well. Just that, you know, it is possible to overconsume secondhand, like it's possible to overconsume anything and we're not advocating for that, but we're also saying that there are bigger issues at play, um, issues relating to overproduction and extreme waste. And I think that's our needs to be our main focus right now. Um, instead of like fixating on individual behaviors, you know, we really need to look at the system and where we can affect change at different points in the system. And maybe one day, if we're lucky, then individuals over consuming secondhand will be our biggest issue. But for now, it's really not. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like my final take is like from a sustainability lens. Yeah, it's it's definitely not a huge concern. We need to be worrying more about like the initial overproduction and overconsumption that's flooding the secondhand markets. But from an individual perspective and sort of like building a healthier relationship to our wardrobes and being happier with our closets, I do feel like it's not the best idea to just like do constant thrift hauls and like flood our closets with cheap stuff because I feel like we'll get more lost on our personal style and like feel like we have nothing to wear, feel overwhelmed, at least personally. Of course, everybody has a different like approach to their closet and some people are more minimalist, some people are more maximalist. But personally, I find that if I make thoughtless purchases, even if they're secondhand, I don't really wear that garment. I don't like invest in keeping it as long as possible necessarily. And, you know, I feel like that kind of dampers my happiness with my closet. So I guess my final take is like, I'm not too worried about like the sustainability of overconsuming secondhand necessarily at this point. Maybe my opinion yes. will change. But I do feel like if we want to build a, a healthy relationship to our clothes it's it's not the best approach <laughs> definitely and create a thrift wish list I feel like that has saved me so just create a list of all the things that you really wish to find secondhand and try to stick to it I think that works really well yeah totally having a thrift wish list and you know a list of pre-buy questions like you would for new items to make sure it's something cohesive with your closet something that you'll wear and really are committed to caring for all those things are fantastic and it's always going to be better to not overconsume secondhand. You know, just being in as intentional as possible is always going to be preferable. But those were our thoughts on, I guess, how much of a concern overconsumption of secondhand is and sort of the nuances of that. I think it's a topic with a lot of gray area, like most topics we cover in the greener greenwashing segment. But those were our thoughts. And as I mentioned in the beginning, we're not here to give the ultimate, you know, ultimatum on a question. It's to spark conversation. And we hope that the conversation does not end here. Send me a DM on Instagram at Conscious Style. Let me know what you think. Is there something we missed? Something you agree with, disagree with? The goal is to share our thoughts, do some research so that we can start to think deeper about these questions. And, you know, it doesn't just end with a simple 10 second Instagram reel or TikTok about a topic, but we really have the chance to dive deeper. So 
hope you enjoyed it. If you did, rate, review, share this podcast, all that really, really helps support the show. But thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you again soon for next week's interview episode. And the week after that, there'll be another green or greenwashing segment. 